from Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. Unfiltered. Where no topic is off limits. Hey, welcome to Simple Discipleship Unfiltered. I'm Diana. I'm Kendall. I'm Ashton. And we have with us today... Hi, I'm Jen. Hey, Jen. Welcome today. Welcome all of you today for joining us. In our last uh, podcast, we talked about the subject of preparation. Mm -hmm. And when we got off of that, we all said, there's so much more we could talk about. (laughs) So we're doing preparation two. I don't want to say preparation eight, like preparation two. (laughs) Preparation two. They just came to my mind. I don't know why. That's weird. I don't Preparation know. Preparation number two. Num- number oh, is it? Part two. Part two. Part two. Let's Point. say that. Point two. Yeah, part two, that is. And so we're unfiltered, so you're going to hear all of that. So um, we're talking about part two with preparation, okay? Unfortunately, we all have just went through um, a horrifying ordeal with the a uh, little submarine. What's that called? Titan. The Titan. Mm-hmm. Visiting the Titanic. That were uh, the billionaire guys were going down to um, visit the Titanic, you know, exploring the ocean and things like that. And I don't think that people realize how deep that is where the Titanic is. Do you know how deep it is? Mm-mm. It actually is down like 12,500 feet Right? Something crazy. Which then means it's over almost four miles deep into the ocean. Did you realize that? No. I would have never gotten in a submarine. Had I would known you that. go like, if you were in a little baby submarine, I mean, it's tiny, right? Mm-hmm. It's not big at all. It just held just these people. And, and of course, James Cameron, who, who filmed the movie Titanic, which is, was a great movie, but... He said he went 33 times when he was filming the Titanic. Did you know that? And so he's been there, and people have been there many, many times, but yet this little submarine that went, it actually goes over three miles deep into the ocean. And I read that there was a place, I think the deepest uh, part of the ocean in the world that they know about is like over 16 miles deep. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So um, so here you have the little sub. And what happened is the little, they said that the little sub carrying these people down to visit the Titanic to do ocean exploration um, imploded. Like something malfunctioned. Um, inside this and they imploded and and it was like an instantaneous thing Um, so perfectly there was no suffering involved but the whole world has been captivated by it kind of like when the Challenger exploded uh, two times (laughs) Um, we saw it on TV you know I remember when I was a senior in high school I came home early going to a, a second job and and watching the challengers that went up with the teacher and the first person uh, uh, from Israel on there, and it exploded as it, t- it t- took off. You guys never have seen that? Uh-uh. I'm older, so <laughs> this would have been like in 1986, 87, um, where it took off, and it, and it literally, everybody was watching it because the first teacher was on there, 
and and it goes up and as soon as the like the little rocket parts come off it just exploded in midair and everybody's watching it mm. it was horrifying and so i think that that's kind of similar to what we just as a nation went through because everybody was talking about what happened to the little submarine what happened to those people are they still down there because they were thinking they were trapped down there and only had certain amount of air left so for days everybody's going have they got the people on the sub yet well then they come to find out they found the wreckage of the little submarine and it had imploded so there it was probably they say an instantaneous thing and so the point is is that even though they had prepared to go on this journey and they knew that the goal was to go down there and see the titanic yet when they got there the vehicle that they're riding in the little sub wasn't prepared something horribly went wrong and their lives were ended and we pray for those families yes but it really leads us to a conversation about what happens when we get to a destination that god is trying to call us to yet we're not prepared to be there what's the process that it takes for us to be in the right position to walk in the calling that God has for us? I believe it's a big question. It's a big question. Um, I, I, I think most of all, um, and, and kind of just from experience of even this ministry beginning and the podcast and all of the things, like we can get caught up in the, the actual preparation that needs to take place, you know, on the legal side, on the, you know, all of just the, the things that we can tend to get so busy and wrapped up in. Right, but for a ministry, for what we're doing, yes, those things are important, but I think the most uh, utmost importance is our relationship with the Lord. And if we push that on the back burner in the midst of trying to be so busy and do all the right things in the physical realm, but we're not even encountering the Father who assigned us this mission, you know, like... We're, we're, we're missing the mark. And therefore when we, cause physically we can make things happen, right? Whether they're in complete step with the Lord or not, like we can, we can push this to happen in our own timing and our own strength and our own willpower. But at the end of the day, when we get there, we're going to look back and go, where Jesus, where, where are, are you? <laughs> why, why didn't you come with us? And he's like, cause that's not what I said. That's not what I told you to do. And, and in fact, you never asked me what were the next step in preparation. So I feel like, that that's one of the biggest things in ministry is is a lot of times we just we leave Jesus out of the thing he's supposed to be the center of. Girl, yeah. let me just share with y'all today. <laughs> I was getting married one yep. time. <laughs> I'd hope you would share this story. <laughs> you already know. You already know. And the guy was so sweet. He was such a nice guy, and and I liked him. I liked him, and but in my mindset at the time, I was a single mom, and he sang gospel music. I sang gospel music. We traveled around. We would be at the different churches together, and and he was so nice, and and um, there wasn't like an attraction there. I just thought he was a nice guy, you know. But in my mindset, I wanted so much to have a father figure for my kid. That I in myself, just as you're saying, Kendall, 
orchestrated this relationship with him and that I want, I honestly did want a good father figure for my kid, you know, stability for him. You know, I had a great job and, you know, had a a nice car because Mustangs are amazing, but he, (laughs) he had a a house and a a truck, you know, and, and a good job and, and everything was in line that was met, that all I needed, you know, was those few things in order to qualify as a good parent. And so we hastily got married. And so here we were at my parents' farm, and we had over 300 people there. Oh Jen was there. She can verify. It was 4th yep. of July. Hot. Um, hot, so but, hot. But we had live band was out there playing. Um, we had a barbecue pit going. We had barbecue everywhere. I mean, it was Texas, y'all. It was everything that you can imagine on a 4th of July wedding. And lots of sweet tea. Lots of sweet tea, girl. (laughs) And it was just so, I mean, everything was so perfect, right? But because of what I had done, it fell completely apart. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell you what happened. True story. I'm looking cute all in my nice Western dress. Yes, I was in a dress with my boots and hat. Ooh. Say that. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> and I'm standing in the edge of my mother's kitchen, right, to go out the breezeway. I'm going to come out the door, walk over to the deck. All of your perfect plans. It was all perfect. I mean, it was a perfect day. It was hot, but it was a perfect day. Shade, you know, we're under the shade trees, and my mom and dad had some huge shade trees. It was just a Texas day you know and so I'm standing there and I'm like God I just thank you so much for this beautiful day I thank you that your that your hand is upon this and that you're going to bless us as we move forward and he said girl you didn't ask me nothing about it you didn't ask me anything about this he is not the one punch to the gut and yes the Lord talked to me like that he's like he's not the one I was like oh no Mm. I said, stop playing, Lord. It's like that, <laughs> you can. that little audio on the rails. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it really happened that way. And I was like, oh, no. But I said, oh, no. Oh, no. You know. And uh, I was like, oh. And so what do you do? What you do you do? walk down the aisle. I walked down the aisle. <laughs> And so from my honeymoon, I called to let my mom know that it was not going to work out. And that was the end of that story. I mean, that was, it was because I tried to manufacture it. I didn't involve him in the middle of it. And he wants to be in the middle of all of it. Right. So then it just, there was just a lot of hurt feelings and, you know, people got hurt that didn't need to get hurt because... I didn't involve God in the preparation of my future. Yeah. And here's the thing. When we get into ministry, I think sometimes we make the ministry the idol. Right. Say that. Instead of Jesus getting all the glory out of it. Right. The bigger, the better, the louder, the brighter, the most famous, all of the things. And where is Jesus in it? He might not even be sitting in the room. I don't know. I don't even know that in a lot of the songs that we listen to that Jesus even gets brought up. Yeah. Wow. That's all about feeling. What you're feeling. Or what we get from him. Right. And he's like, I didn't give you that. 
can I just be honest to say, do we not find ourselves prostituting God? Mm. Say it, girl. Say it. By just using him for what we need from him instead of involving him in all of it. Yeah. Is that too tough to say? No. I think we need to hear it. Don't we? Yes. Because we just, we use him. And and here's the sad part of it is, we see all throughout history where he wants to be a part of us. He wants to be a part of creation. And we're going to, we're going to talk about that when we get back from our commercial. Hold on just a moment. Hey y'all, if you've been blessed by SDU and you feel led to give to this ministry, here are some ways you can do that. You can text GIVE to 833 Five seven six one one six eight. You can also go to our website at m3mi.org to the tab Sow a Seed. You can also send a check or money order by mail to P.O. Box 1318 Forney, Texas 75126. And all gifts are tax deductible. Thank you for your seed. Yeah, thank you for your seed because it does take money to do things. And so um, that's just the reality of it. So anyway, we're talking about how God has from the beginning of time wanted to be a part of the lives of his creation mm-hmm. from Adam, Moses, you know, even Abraham, everywhere that you see, God always wanted to come and be in the midst of it. And that's a whole nother subject for another day. But if we don't involve him in the preparation part of our process, all we want is the vision. God, give me a vision. Give me a call. Let me be a prophet to the nations. Yet, I don't even ask you to join me in my day. Mm-hmm. How do I think that he's going to make me a prophet of the nations? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just hand it to me. Don't let me go through anything. Yeah. Oh, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Just yeah. Let's skip on to the yeah. vision. <laughs> the, the, the fiery furnace for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that's not about me. Yeah. I don't want to go through the fire. I don't want to go into the lion's den. I just want to have a fire for you, Lord. I just want a fire for you. <laughs> I don't want to feel it. I just want to have a fire for you, right? Yep. But when are we going to say whatever it takes? I see the vision that you've given me. And whatever it takes me to get to that place with you, so be it. Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to say. I feel like it comes with a lot of testing, a lot of uncomfortability. Y'all know just one a season that we're all in together, but then it, it comes and it takes a, a role in our, our livelihood. Our jobs, Kendall's walked through this. I'm sure you've walked through this. But but in that uncomfortability, I have to prepare to trust him. In all of it. Mm. In all of it. Here Here's the thing. And especially when you have an out, like when you could do something else to help him along, right? Mm-hmm. Like the trust of, that's not what I said. I don't need you to go do this to make this happen. I need you to just trust me. I said, do this. It may not make sense to you. Right. And I say prepare because it is hard. It's, you don't realize how little you trust him <laughs> until it's like, are you going to trust me? Are you going to trust yeah. him? Yeah. Because here's the thing. And I've told you guys when we first began this process do not get into ministry if you don't want to go through trials Mm -hmm. not one trial you're going to be tested and tried you're going to go through a whole lot of stuff 
because you are now public enemy number one. Why? He don't want this to go out. He don't want us talking about it right now. And when he comes at us, he doesn't come at us just to, oh, make us sick, have a cold, or whatever. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy every single time. It's huge things. But you have to get to a place where you say, whatever it takes, whatever it is that you have for me, not my will be done, but your will be done. Mm -hmm. And mean that. So that when it comes, (laughs) because it's going to come, you already know he has the way out for you. So my mindset has to change. That the trials and tribulations that I face aren't for my detriment. Mm -hmm. They're always for my good. Right. Mm -hmm. Because he always turns my good into triumph. Mm -hmm. Always. Everything that we're going to go through, every piece of hell that we ever pass through, can we be honest? Mm -hmm. He is there in the middle of it. Yeah. And there is a reason. And there's always something. And like I talked about yesterday... Once you've, once you've gone through something and you've conquered that, you then have authority over that. Mm-hmm. And once you have authority over it, you then can turn around and grab the person behind you yeah. and bring them through it. But what about when we take preparation into our own hands and we begin to, kind of what we were talking about earlier, going back to the sub, submarine, and when we jump quite a few steps ahead of God and think that we're ready to go and let's do this. Let's go on the mission. And he hasn't told you to go yet. He hasn't given you the the green light. Um, and something, and, and, and we, we, we're not relating this in a way to, to diminish what happened. Cause we, I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible what happened. It's terrible. But the Lord's just really speaking to us in it that when the vessel's not properly prepared, it doesn't just affect the one that created the vessel. Mm-hmm. Those that created, it could be multiple. But then the lives that are within reach, so to speak, of this thing that you think is cool, that you think is going to make money, going to, to bring awareness to, going to show people, whatever our, our, our you know motive behind what we're doing, because sometimes we can be honest, it's not always the Lord. Right. Even if we put his name to it, on it, around it. And and, and in turn, it can cause spiritual death, you know. Yes. And again, it, it, this is just a kind of a figurative of speech, but that's the way the Lord spoke, you know, all throughout the word is that, that something like this that we can go into very unprepared, not realizing that even the slightest thing may be out of order mm-hmm. because the Lord didn't ordain it, didn't say it, didn't put it in, in, in step there, and, and we did. It can cause spiritual death not only to ourselves, but to those around us. Yeah. I mean, think of how many people leave the church because of something that was done wrongly mm-hmm. to them. Maybe not. It, maybe it didn't even affect them, but it, it rubbed people the wrong way, and therefore they even turn from the faith mm-hmm. because of things that happen. I don't know. Well, speaking mm-hmm. on, on that, um, just thinking how many successful times they have gone down that they have seen the Titanic. It has happened over and over and over again. Like you'd said, the man that, that filmed Titanic, he had been 33 times. And I was looking to, I was just reading on what could have gone wrong. And they were like, well, 
the window could only hold this much like pressure or if the bolts weren't screwed all the way and so you could have all the same things all of the exact same um let's translate over to ministry you could have all the same studies all the same teachers but if you're not applying it right if you don't even check and make sure that bolt is tight enough mm. or that you're really into the word and that you're applying it to your life because that's what i think it is it's an application onto mm-hmm. us that it can still be detrimental. It can still mm-hmm. kill them. And so that's what I think, you know, it's not always you could have the same as everyone else, but if you're not applying it, if you're not in it, if you're not standing true to it and really preparing yourself for what you're about to go through in the world, you can spiritually kill people. As Kendall said, you can kill yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Take yourself out. Cause you have an enemy and we're going to talk about him on our next podcast, but but let's pray for those families yes. uh, that have uh, gone through that. And uh, Janda, do you have anything? No, I'm good. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you for being with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love you guys. Love you so much. So uh, we're going to end with this today. Our saying, go show some love. Show some compassion. Give mercy. And, and go, go be, be Jesus, Jesus today. today. Hey, SDU family, thank you for joining us today. We do value your feedback. So if you have any questions or suggestions of topics, please feel free to reach out to our email at info at m3mi.org or reach out to us via text or call to our SDU hotline. The number is 214-600-7771.